Welcome to our online Bible teaching. We're going to continue our series tonight where we've been talking about the miraculous and we've been talking about the power of God. And in fact, one, one of the things I've mentioned in this series is that very often when the Bible uses the word miracle, it is the word for power. It, it's the same word, dunamis, that, we're there, that we read in other places that's translated power. And so we've been talking about the miraculous power of God. And part of why I'm doing this series is to begin to raise our confidence, raise our expectation in what God can do. Because I believe God's wanting to raise up a people who, who know how to walk in his power. God is wanting to manifest his power on the earth through us to a greater level than ever before. And part of it is going to come as we raise our expectation, as we raise our confidence in what God can do. That's amazed me. Just this week from my website, I've received a couple of messages. And this just hasn't been one person. It's, been, it's a couple of messages this week from people on my website who, who've messaged and they've said to me, you know, I'm facing a really difficult situation. And this is what they've said. I just don't believe or I'm struggling to believe that God is able to heal me. And, I, and it's just amazed me how many I've got this week, right during a time that I'm preaching about a God who's able. And I've encouraged some of those people get in this series. But it's made me more and more aware of the fact that I believe that there is a generation of Christians around on the earth right now who don't really believe God can do a lot of things. Now, some of us do believe it. But there's a lot of Christians that don't believe it. And, and, and I think so much religion and, 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 and other ideas, and even science, and people have become so intellectual uh, that, that, that they, they, they've begun to restrict and limit what God is capable of doing. It's easy for us to be detached from the miracles in the Bible. And we go, oh yeah, God split the Red Sea back then, and God raised the dead back then, and you know, God did this, God, God, oh, he protected the children of Israel, uh, sorry, the three Hebrew children, and they weren't burnt in the fire. Oh, can he do that today? Well, you know, we're, we're living in a scientific generation and science tells us these things don't really happen. No, 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 no. People say, oh, well, you know, the doctor told me my condition is incurable. The doctor told me it's genetic. It runs in my family. See, I, I want to start raising up your expectations, beginning to build up your confidence and faith in the manifestation of the miraculous power of God. We need to believe in a God who's able. God can rewrite your DNA, your genetic code if he has to. He can, he can change you on a genetic level. If you begin to realize what he's capable of doing. So part of this series is focusing on expanding our, our belief and our confidence and our faith in what God is capable of doing. And not just capable of doing thousands of years ago, beginning to believe in what he can do now. Part, but that's part of what I'm trying to do with this series. Another part of, the, of what I'm trying to do is to teach us how to get the power of God active and working in our lives. And many, many people have heard about the promises of God, heard about the healing, and they've heard about what God has available to them. But they're struggling to get that manifestation. They're struggling to get it happening in their lives. And, and we, I want to get us across that line, get us into the manifestation. So as we preach this, and I'm, we're going to talk more and more and more about a God who's able. 
Let your connect your faith with this. And let's get this power working in our lives. So I've seen a couple of comments. Thank you for that. I'm actually broadcasting to three locations today, and I, one of them is going onto my personal Facebook profile, and I don't think the comments from that will appear in the thread. So if you make a comment on that one and I don't see it, I'll have to look at it later. The other two, because normally I broadcast to two, I've expanded it onto three today. So anyway, let's get back to it. The power of God. Now, many, many Christians have heard about dunamis. They've heard about power. And they've heard scriptures which where Jesus said, when you receive the Holy Spirit, you will receive power. And you've got Christians going, oh, yes, you know, the power. I've got the power. The power is here. The power is in me. And, 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 and that's great. But where is it? doesn't ever seem to show up. I'm not being cynical. I, I, I want to get us thinking. And, and, and what I've tried to show you in this series is that the Bible uses the word dunamis which means miraculous power. But there's another word, which we often haven't connected with dunamis. It's the word energio. And, and the word energio means active, in operation. It means something that is working, something that is functioning. So you see, energio dunamis, not just in dunamis, working power, active power. And Paul talked about it. We said last week, all over his writings, Paul talked about the power which is working in me. He didn't just talk about the power which is in me. He talked about the power which is working or the power which is energio, the power which is active, functional, operational in my life. This is the next step in the revelation that a lot of us need to get. A lot of us believe, well, I got the power of God. Yes, let's move this on to the next step now. The power's in me. Now let's start putting our faith on active power, faith in working power. It is when that power, that when dunamis becomes energio dunamis, that things manifest and, and miracles take place in the natural world. That's working power. And it's available. See, Paul, Paul talks about the power that is working in me. But he, he didn't just say, well, it's unique to me because I'm the great apostle Paul. Look in his writings. He, he, he prayed as well about the power that is working in us or in you. And he prayed that we would get a revelation of the power, not just the power that is in us, the power that is working in us. We're putting our faith on active power. We, we, I'm, I'm adding a little bit more onto what a lot of times people have believed. Believe the power is in you, but let's, let's believe active power is working in my life. And stop. When you believe something, you speak it. This is what faith does. We be I believe, therefore I've spoken. So we are we're putting our faith on working power, active power. And I believe this will, this will help step us into a lot more manifestations of the miraculous. God wanting to start doing miracles in your life. God is wanting to start ma manifesting himself in a greater level of power than Christians have walked in. And, and as we expand our thinking of what he can do, I believe we're going to step into some much greater things. You ain't seen nothing yet is probably the phrase we could use about. You have not seen yet what God can do. You have not, you've not yet seen. I believe God has reserved a release of glory and power for the end times. That is far exceeds anything that has ever happened before on this planet. And part of what he's doing is raising up a group of us who have confidence in that power so that he can begin to manifest that power in our personal lives and then through us as a church. 
Now, as we've done this series, we've looked at the power of God in, in different contexts. We did one where we talked about the power of God up against the enemy. When the enemy's power and God's power come against each other, what happens? That's one of the previous ones. Well, last week we talked about the power of God to provide and what he's capable of doing in the area of provision. And if you have, if there's needs in your lives, go back and listen to that one. Today, I specifically want to talk about the power of God to fulfill promises. Promises that God has made. See, the Bible's full of promises. And there's Christians that are believing God. They're putting their faith on God to fulfill a promise in their life. And sometimes I think you almost disconnect God's promises from the miraculous. We think, well, you know, God fulfilling his promise is one thing. And God, you know, doing miracles is another thing. I want you, today we're going to look at connection between the two. I want to show you miraculous power in the Bible that God released to fulfill promises. This is going to stir you up. This is going to get you excited because as you begin to get excited about working in no geodynamis, working power to bring promises to pass in my life, my word, this is, I believe we're going to start seeing some manifestations. Believe it with me. Believe it, people. I believe things are going to happen while you listen in the week after you, while you listen, while you take these principles and put them into practice, we're going to have miracles and manifestations of the power of God because we're a people who believe God and these, and that power is going to manifest and go into operation in people's lives as they believe the power is working in me. The power is active in me. So, and I'm going to show you this, my word, I was looking at this week, I got so excited and I began to realize this. Some of the biggest miracles in the Bible, some of the greatest displays of the power of God in the Bible were directly connected to promises he had made. Promises God had made. Sometimes we don't see, we see the miracle. We don't connect it that that power, that power that manifested to do something was to fulfill a promise. God is God is God loves making promises. Now religion has trained people that you know our oh, God doesn't always keep his promises and God changes his mind and well you know he does it sometimes he doesn't do it some other times because he doesn't want you to have faith in the promises of God. Now, I've been teaching people about the covenant recently and and helping them to begin to recognize the connection between the promises of God and the covenant. We have a promise keeping God. God makes promises because he intends to keep them. He promises things to people because he wants us to start believing he is faithful to those promises. Promises of healing, promises of provision, promises of, all, of answered prayer. But not only that, his power goes with those promises. There is power that backs promises up. And it is power that causes that promise to manifest. You're going to see this in the word tonight. Now, I'm going to get there. That, that's just a taster of where I'm going. But let's look at some other things first. Now, we, 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 we are, the first bit, I want to just remind you and stir you up again about how big and powerful God is. I'm doing this a little bit every week because I really want to expand our thinking. I, I'm, I'm, I'm believing God for a people who begin to step into the miraculous. Miracles begin to flow and manifest and working power demonstrating in people's lives. We're going to see it. We're going to, I know it in my heart. God showed me. I know in my heart. That's why I'm preaching this. We are moving into that place right now. The manifestation of the power of God 
all over the world through the church, but specifically, I'm talking even now in context of the United Kingdom, we're going to experience and walk in miracles in this country. Miracles beyond what the church, signs and wonders. <laughs> I believe it. It's why God's teaching us this in his word. God, God's wanting us to start getting a hold of it, believing it, and start putting faith on this. And this, this will bring these things into manifestation. Now we've seen, let me just give you a rundown. In Ephesians chapter 1, Paul prayed for the church. And one of the things that he prayed is that we would, would our eyes would be open to the exceeding greatness of his power. He prayed that we would see, we would understand the, the, the exceeding greatness. And that's talking about power that is beyond the normal. Power that is pushed and extended way beyond average normal power. And he said that that power was worked in Christ or, or worked when he raised Christ from the dead. There was a release of miraculous power. And, and the word energio is in there. It's working power that raised Jesus from the dead. Working power caused that miracle to happen. And Paul prayed that we would get a hold of this. He prayed, I want believers to understand that power. And not just the fact that there is power, but the size of that power, exceeding greatness. There's something he wanted us to see about how big that power is. And you see, we, we talk about almighty God. Oh God, you are almighty God. Is he? Is he really almighty? <laughs> Think about it. Don't just say, oh yeah, he's almighty. Let's, let's, let's build, let's expand our thinking as to what we really believe God is capable of doing. All over the Bible, you will find things like this. God is able. God is able. And that word able means he has the power to do. In fact, it actually means this. Has the power to do or to make. He, he'll do it or he'll make it if he has to. He has the power. My God is able. My God has the power to do it. In fact, I could just, you should, you should just get so excited about that phrase. We should just say God is able. You look at those situations in your life. You look at that condition in your body. You look at whatever it is in that condition in your finances. You look it in the face and say, my God is able to, to pull that out, to heal, to pull that condition down and to set me free. My God's power is bigger than that. God is able. And so Paul prayed in, in Colossians and he talks about be, that he prayed that we would be strengthened with might. And that word might is dunamis. Strengthened with dunamis. In, in, in Ephesians 3, he talks about it. every one of his prayers. He prays about this dunamis that's in us. He wants us to get a hold of this. He wants to see this. Ephesians 3, he talked about being strengthened with might. That's dunamis. Strengthened with power through his spirit. Where? In the inner man. Now let's go to Ephesians 3.20 because this is where I want to say, say launch into some things. You've heard this verse before, but let's, let, let's get something more out of it. Let's, let's see something new. Let's get some hold more out of this verse. It, it, we quote verses sometimes and we really don't get hold of the power of those verses. Ephesians 3.20, I'm going to read this and then we're going to teach on this a bit and then we're going to move into something specifically connected to promises, power to fulfill promises. Ephesians 3.20 says this. One moment. 
Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who is able. There it is. He's able. And that's the, that's the word dunamai, which means he, he, can, he can do it or make it. Now to him who is able to do. Is he able to do? He most certainly is. Him who is able to do. Here's the, here's the powerful thing. Exceedingly abundantly above. That, those words exceedingly abundantly above. They, that word exceedingly means beyond. Or, or over or superior to and that word ex abundantly it actually means super abundantly he can do beyond super abundantly that's what this is saying beyond super like, not just do super abundantly he can do beyond super abundantly let's keep reading he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above i didn't even mention that word oh, there's another one in there this talk, this is that one. That one talks again, superior or beyond. He's able to do above, beyond, super abundantly. Above <laughs> and beyond, super abundantly. Beyond what? Above all that we can ask or think. Ask or think. That this verse is saying you can't ask too big for God. You cannot ask. It is impossible for you to ask too big for him. There is nothing that you can ask of that is bigger than he can do. Wow. He it says he's able to do super abundantly beyond what you can ask. And, and not only that, not what you can ask, what you can think. That means in your mind, you think about the biggest thing you think God can do. You said you think, man, I, let's think big. Let's think how big God can do. Let's imagine how big can God do. And you think about something and you think, yeah, that's big. Bible says he can do bigger. He can do not just a little bit. He can, there, how big God is capable of doing cannot comprehend, cannot be comprehended in your mind. Your mind cannot think as big as God is capable of doing. It, it, your, the capacity of our mind simply cannot get big enough. Why? Because he is big. <laughs> he is almighty. He is beyond our biggest, wildest imagination. Now, I'm going to come back to that in a minute, but let's read the next phrase. Okay? Above and beyond all that we can ask or think, here's the phrase, according to the power, dunamis, that works energio in us. What is it that releases this exceeding abundantly above that God can do? There are a lot of Christians who said, yes, God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. But notice this, he connects this to the power that works in us. It is the power that is working and active in us that releases this power of God to do exceeding abundantly in our lives. The, the energy of enormous, the power that's active and working in me is what steps me into that realm of God doing exceeding abundantly above. I was thinking about this. I was thinking, how big, can, how big must God be to be so big that I can't imagine how big he is? <laughs> he is big. And we look at miracles in the Bible and we think, man, that's a big miracle. Splitting the Red Sea. Oh, even, even, you know, 
people who can't comprehend the miraculous, they look at that and say, oh, no, no, no. You know, science has proved miracles don't happen. Because they try and talk, they try and take away from it because they can't comprehend the miraculous. But we think something like splitting the Red Sea, that's a big miracle. My word, that's not a big miracle. That's not big. Not, when it, not in terms of God. That's big in terms of your mind. That's not big in terms of God. You know, God, God could take his little finger and he could run a pathway all the way from England, all the way to America, right through the, the middle of the Atlantic Ocean if he wanted to. Yeah, the Red Sea, that's nothing. That's a tiny little sea. He can split oceans if he wanted to. But he could run a path all the way around the Atlantic Ocean, up and down, north and south, and just create a, ch a channel right through the Pacific Ocean if he wanted to. I'm talking about will he. I'm talking about what can he do. This is what I'm trying to do. I begin to think, the Red Sea, that's nothing. That's not a big miracle. That's big in our mind. It's not big for him. He can do way beyond that. We look at we, we look at the size of the universe around us and we think, oh wow, look, you know, scientists tell us that from one side of our galaxy to the other side of our galaxy is a hundred thousand light years long. That's how big our galaxy is. A hundred thousand light years. In other words, that means it would take light 100,000 years to travel from one side of the Milky Way to the other side. That's how big the Milky Way is. And the stars in the sky are huge. And the distances from one star to another, you're talking about a thousand light years just to go from one, travel from one star to another. And we think that's big. God is bigger. We need to get a hold of and comprehend how big he is. He is almighty. The Bible says in Psalm 8 that the heavens and the stars are the work of his fingers. And I was thinking about this. You've got to begin to imagine how big is God. Just build this into you because this will build your faith. Now, I'm still coming to promises, but I'm just getting on this bit first. Us beginning to believe how big he is. For us, from one star to another, a thousand light years, that's a massive distance. A human being couldn't even travel that distance in their lifetime. It would, at going the speed of light, it would take a thousand years to travel one star to another. You know, God sits up in heaven. The Bible says it's the work of his fingers. And I was imagining us, I was thinking, God, you know, he takes the star in his fingers, in his fingers, and he puts it in the sky right there. I'm going to put that star over there. And he picks up another star. Massive stars, things that are huge to us. Is right. I'll put another one over there, and to us, that's a that's a thousand light years. To God, it's that distance, right? He said, "Put one there, put one there." Oh, oh, I know. We'll put another one over there. We'll put it. It's the work of His fingers. That's how big He is. He's huge. And you think He can't change your genetic code? You you think He can't fix your DNA? You think he can't fix something that science says is uncurable? We serve a God who's unlimited. His power is able. It's what he says here. He's able to do exceeding abundantly above and beyond what you can even think. We have not yet even imagined how big he can do. God's bigger. So let's begin to put our faith in a God whose power is bigger than anything you can comprehend. Now let's talk about promises. 
I've got so much on this series I'm trying to talk about, but I'm trying to expand our thinking because God wants us to believe in a God who can do anything. That's what he said. All things are possible to him believes. And, and there is nothing that is impossible to God. He says, oh, yes, I know the Bible says nothing's impossible to God, but you don't really understand. No, you don't understand. He can literally do anything. <laughs> his power has no limitations. And as we begin to believe this, as we begin to put our faith in, the, in that dunamis power that can do anything and begin to believe in that power working in our lives and begin to become vessels for that power to manifest through, God is going to manifest things on this planet, miracles and power. Like, like in the days of the Bible, but I believe bigger. I believe God wants to manifest that power through us. He's, he's, he's raising up a people who believe in what his power is capable of doing. Now, let's talk about power and promises. You might, be, you might be believing God right now to fulfill something in your life. You might see promises in the Bible and say, oh, God promised this and God promised this. God said he would do this. You see, the enemy wants to undermine people and, and wants to cause people to believe that God isn't going to keep his promises. But, but that's not true. Don't accept those kind of things. We need to begin to believe God is a God who keeps his promises. He's a God of integrity. He's a God when he says something, he fully intends to do it and he will never change. And as you begin to believe and grab a hold of those promises, you, that accesses the power, that accesses the dunamis. There is power that backs up promises. Miracles are not separate to the power of God. Very often in the Bible, some of the greatest miracles are fulfillments of promises. You think about, okay, Moses, we mentioned the Red Sea, God splitting the Red Sea. Do you know all of the miracles God did in Egypt, all of those plagues, all of that display of his power, all of that power that brought Israel out of Egypt, do you realize that, I mean, and that is what, in our eyes, that was a massive display of power through Moses to bring them out of Egypt and all the way through the Red Sea into the wilderness. That was display of power, 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 miraculous power, happening, power, 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 brought them out of Egypt. Every bit of that power that was displayed through Moses was the fulfillment of promise. God spoke to Abraham in Genesis 15. And God said, your descendants will be captive in a land. And then God talked about bringing them out, that judging the nation that was keeping them captive and them coming out of that land. That is a promise. So when God fulfilled that promise, it was Dunamis that backed it up. God didn't just randomly decide to bring them out of Egypt one day. Oh, I'll bring them out of Egypt. No, he promised to do it. And it was his power that backed that promise up. I, I'm going to show you this more. I want you to see this. Some of the biggest miracles in the Bible were displays of power to fulfill a promise. Now, you, you got promises in your life? This God's promised you? Don't connect, don't disconnect promises from miracles. Begin to realize this. There is miraculous power to fulfill promises in your life.
Those promises that you are believing God for, those promises that you are standing for in the Bible, where you say, God, you promised to answer my prayers. And we look and say, I just don't see how God can answer this prayer. I'm going to tell you how. God is able to release energio, dunamis, miraculous working power to bring to pass what he has promised you. And if he has to, he will do miracles to fulfill a promise. There is no limit to the level of power that God will release to fulfill a promise in someone's life. I'm going to repeat that. There is no limit to the level of dunamis, nergio dunamis, that God will release and work in order to keep a promise that he's made. His power backs his promises up. And that's why I say, I'm going to show you this. When you look through in the Bible, some of the greatest miracles happened directly connected to his promises. So we've, I've just shown you the first one. The first one, those miracles through Moses to bring them out of Egypt, that display of miraculous power, all of that was to keep a promise. Wow. What do you think God will do in your life to keep a promise? You better believe it. Exactly. That's it, Yana. There is no limit. Yes, he can. Yes, he will. There is no limit to the power of God that he will release to keep a promise. He has made promises to us. He has made promises in his word. And you better believe that there is power backing those promises. You're not just putting your faith. When you believe the Bible, you're not just putting your faith in words. God, I believe what you said. No, take it a step further. God, I believe your power is actively working to bring those words to pass. There's miracle power to bring promises to pass. Let's look at another one. Moses, Egypt, all of that power to fulfill a promise. The next one, children of Israel go into the wilderness. They come to the verge of the promised land. We've, we've said it all the time. It is the promised land. Why is it a promised land? Because God promised it to Abraham and his descendants. That is a promise. God spoke to Abraham. I come out from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Genesis 12. Verse 1 to 3. Verse 8, I believe it is. Five verses later, Abraham reached that land. And God said, this is the land. Walk the breadth of it. This is the land I've promised you. I will give this land to you and your descendants. That's a promise. Hundreds of years later, children of Israel come to the verge of that promised land. Now, the first generation couldn't believe it. They had no faith in that promise. And because they had no faith in that promise, there was no power in demonstration to take them into the land. That's why you've got to begin to believe the promise of God. Take those promises, put faith in them, believe God's power works and manifests to bring that power, to, to bring that promise to pass. But what do you think? That display of God's power, that Joshua and the generation in Joshua, that display of power that was released through the entire book of Joshua was power to fulfill promises. The first thing, they crossed over that land. Many people, they know about the splitting of the Red Sea, but the Jordan River, 
That's the first. The first, as they crossed over, the first I think it was Jordan. The first the first thing that got to Jordan River is a similar miracle happened that stopped the flow of that entire river, so that that entire generation, that entire nation, could walk across into the promised land on 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 dry land on on dry ground. That is power. Sorry, promise fulfilling power. This is the power that God will release to keep a promise. What about the promises He's made? There's power. There is dunamis to fulfill promises. And not only that, there is energio dunamis, working active power. You're just clinging on to God's words. His power, and that's great, God's words are great, but His power backs His word. And His power will go into operation to fulfill a promise, to bring it to pass. So they cross over into the promised land. And, what, and, what, and what's the first city they come to? Jericho. Anyone agree that power was manifested to take that city? That was a, a miracle. That city stood in between them and a promise. God said, power will smack that city down. His power came into demonstration to keep a promise. So the whole book of Joshua is power to fulfill promises. The whole coming out of Egypt is power to fulfill promises. And we could go through more of them, but let's jump a little bit forward in time. Let's come to the virgin birth of Jesus. The vir- would, you, would you agree that was a manifestation of power? <laughs> in Luke chapter 1, the angel said to Mary, the, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will rest upon you. There was power manifested in her body to cause, to cause that virgin birth. That was power to fulfill a promise. All through the Bible, all the way since Abraham, God promised. God said to Abraham, I will give you a seed. He wasn't just talking Isaac. He was talking the seed. God promised over and over in the Bible. He promised the one who was coming. He made promises. He said to David, he made a promise to David that there will be a, one who, who stands on your throne forever. These are promises from God. Promises. And the day came to fulfill that promise. And you know what? There was power that backed that promise up. The birth of Jesus onto this earth. That demonstration of dunamis power that caused virgin to become pregnant. And Jesus was born onto this planet. That wasn't just a random miracle. That was promise-fulfilling power. Promise-fulfilling power. You need to begin to believe, begin to realize that there is power from God that backs his promises up. God backs his promises up. This dunamis, this energio dunamis that I'm teaching you about, this working active power, it's not just to cause random miracles. I can do that as well. I'm not limiting it. But it can fulfill promises in your life. When, when you're holding to the word of God and you believe in God, and I know some of you are, and you're beginning to believe God, God, you're a God who you promised in your word to answer prayer. You promised this. You promised that. We need to start to begin to believe there is power that fulfills that promise. Father, I thank you for your power released. To fulfill this promise in my life. I thank you that your power is working. 
I thank you that that dunamis is active and working, bringing to pass that promise in my life. The healing power is working. The provision power is working because God promised it. God backs his promises up with his power, miracle working power. Let's look at a couple more scriptures. 1 Peter. I want you to see in 1 Peter, he connects power to promises. And then we're going to we're going to look we're going to end on one one other promise we uh, power, one other promise where power was released. Second Peter chapter one. And we've read this verse so many times and sometimes you might not have seen this particular thing in this verse. Second Peter chapter one. Verse three. Right at the start of the verse as his divine power. There it is. Power. Dunamis. His divine power. What is his, what is he, what is this verse telling us about this power? We've been learning about the power. We've been learning about this dunamis and getting it working. So what is this verse teaching us about this power? His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Wow. His power, this power that's in me, this power that's working in me, this power that's active in my life has given me all things that God has for my life. Let's go on. He's, it's his power that gives us those things. He promises it. His power gives it. His active power manifests it. And your faith activates the power. I might need to say that again. <laughs> his word promises it. His power gives it. His active power manifests it. And your faith causes that power to become active. You get a hold of that, you'll begin to realize how to take the promise from God to me. Put my faith and begin to believe. Father God, I thank you that you have given. You have released. You have. I receive. I lay hold of that power. I thank you that when you promised it, you give it. And I lay hold of it. And I thank you that that power is active. That power is working to manifest that promise in this natural realm. Your power is backing up your promises. And it's working and it's happening. Let's keep reading. His power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. By which... By which, verse 4 starts, by which, I looked that, that, that up in the Greek. And it means through this channel. It's talking about a, a channel. And it says, through this channel have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. In other words, this is how the promises, this is the channel that the promises come through. Which channel? What he spoke about in verse 3. His divine power, that is by that channel that he has given us his exceedingly great and precious promises. See, in verse 3 and 4, he connects his power to his promises. Do not, that working power, that exceedingly great power that Paul prayed, that you would understand and get a revelation of the power that was released in the resurrection. That power which is in us and which is working in us. It is that power that he has given us. I'm not trying to get it from him. It's in me. It is that power that manifests his promises in my life. As 
I begin to put my faith and believe on that. And she's given me all the resources I need to bring those, the manifestation of that promise into my life. You get this power working. This is promise fulfilling power. This is promise manifesting power. Through Moses, that was a promise. All of that power demonstrated through Moses, that was to fulfill a promise. All of that power demonstrated to bring the children of Israel into the promised land in Joshua. That was power to fulfill a promise. That power that was manifested at the birth of Jesus was power to fulfill a promise. Let's look at another one, Romans chapter 4, and we'll, 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 we'll start rounding up on this verse. Actually, before we go to Romans 4, go to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. Let's, t- let's jump back and talk about Abraham. Did God give Abraham promises? Yeah, he did. Well, we know that one of the promises God gave Abraham was to have a child, a seed. Now, ultimately, and I've already said this, that seed was Jesus. And power was manifested to bring that seed into the earth. But there was also a natural fulfillment in their life of that promise, which was Isaac. The Bible calls Isaac the, the son of promise. Isaac was a son of promise. He was promised. What brought that promise to pass? What is it that caused that promise to happen in Sarah and enable her to have a child? Everything in the natural said she can't have a child. But there was dunamis. There was promise fulfilling power. There was power available to cause that promise to pass miraculous power that could make that promise happen let's read it in hebrews 11 verse 11 by faith sarah by faith sarah herself also now the new king james bible says this received strength remember last week i told you that very often dunamis i don't know why the translators do did this but they Kept translating it different words. It's might, strength, power. It's different words all over the place. Here, that word strength is dunamis. By faith, Sarah received dunamis to conceive seed. You see, she wasn't born again. She didn't have the power in her life you have. <laughs> but, so she had to receive that dunamis. Okay. You have it in you. Your faith turns it on inside of you. But it was dunamis. It was power. Dunamis was released to bring that promise to pass in Sarah's body and in Abraham and Sarah's lives. And it even says it at the end of the verse. By faith, Sarah herself also received, let's put the Greek word in, dunamis power to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age. Why? Because she judged him faithful. And here it is. Who had promised? It connects dunamis to the promise. So if you're standing on the promises of God, you're trusting God to keep his promises. You need to begin to realize this. There's dunamis power that keeps those promises. There's power at least. If I'm trusting God for things, I need to start having confidence in his power working to bring that into manifestation. Now, let's keep looking at, 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 at Abraham and Sarah, Romans 4. And I'm going to end on this verse. This cha- that's a couple of verses in this chapter. Romans 4. This is still talking about Abraham and Sarah. But I want, I want you to see the connection between power 
and promises, miraculous power. If they're not two separate things, miracles and the power and the promises of God are not two disconnected things. Well, God fulfills his promises and also sometimes he does miracles. No, no, no. They are directly connected in the Bible. There is dunamis that fulfills promises. Romans chapter 4, verse 19. Let's read this. We've heard these verses before. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about 100 years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. See, everything in their body said, you can't have a child. This is impossible. But God made a promise. <clears throat> so was there power that could cause a change in the natural world in order to for that promise to be fulfilled? You better believe it. There was. We read it in Hebrews 11. That's what caused that promise to happen was a release of miraculous dynamis. But it had to do with them holding to a promise and believing that that power was released. Verse 20, he did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. We've heard this before when we talk about faith. I want you to see the connection between faith in the promises and faith in the power. Power fulfills the promises. There's miraculous power that brings these promises to pass. I know I keep repeating that. I'm repeating it for a reason, not because I'm trying to fill space. Now, verse 21, talking about Abraham and being fully convinced that what he had promised, here it is, he was able to perform. I started off talking about God is able. God, Abraham looked at, at Sarah's dead womb, which couldn't have a child. He looked at his aged dead body, which couldn't have a child. And everything in the natural said, you can't have a child. But Abraham looked at God and he said, you're able. You're able to do what you've promised. I believe that even though everything in the natural says this can't happen, I believe you are able. That word able means you have the power to do it. That's what that word means. Not dunamis. It's a derivative of dunamis. In fact, it's the adjective version. It's dunatos. Don't worry about it and all that. But it's, it's, it's connected to dunamis, that word. It means to have the power to do something. Abraham concluded that there is power available that can bring this promise to pass. No matter what it looks like in the natural, God is able. I believe that God is able to release power to bring his promise to pass in my life. Even though everything in the natural says it can't happen. Well, that can happen today for us. In fact, even more so. We're living under a better covenant with better promises. Begin to believe in a God who's able. Begin to believe in a God who can. There's nothing he can't do. In fact, he can do exceeding abundantly. He can do beyond what you can even think. He can fix things in your body. He can th change things in your DNA. He can change things in your children's bodies. If you believe him, you begin to believe God. And I've said this before, brains, bodies, DNA, missing organs, missing body parts. God's able. Your finances. He, he can provide the money. He's able. So don't limit him. Let's begin to believe that these promises that I'm standing on in my life, the things that I've been believing God for, I need to begin to realize now 
It's dunamis that brings it to pass. It's power, and that power's in me. I'm not trying to reach up to heaven. Oh, God, when are you going to do your promises? I'm, going to, I'm beginning to believe, God, you, you have promised it, and you put the power in me to bring it to pass. Thank you, Father God, that your power is in my life and it is released and it is working and it is active, bringing to pass the promises of God, doing miracles if necessary. God will do whatever he has to do to fulfill a promise. God doesn't look and say, oh, wow, I didn't quite consider that when I made the promise. I didn't realize, you know, I didn't quite realize there was going to be a big city called Jericho in the land. 400 years from when I made the promise. Oh, well, we can't fulfill my promise anymore. No, his powers, his powers able. His powers able. God's able. God's able. God's able. You need to begin to grab this this week. And you begin those promises. You've it's time for some of us to step into the fulfillment promises. It's time for us to cross the line. These promises, people, Christians have been believing God for promises for years and years and years. Where's manifestation, God? I'm teaching where it is right now. You grab a hold of this and you begin to realize, Father God, you have given me the power. Your power, your divine power has given me all that I need to bring that promise into pass in my life. Let me repeat what I said just now. God's word promises it. God's power gives it. God's working power brings it into manifestation on this planet. In the natural realm and your faith is what causes that power to work you put your faith in that power working in your life and that power that promise can manifest amen so i believe and I, I have seen some of the comments here i have believed it it's time for some people you begin to believe god's able manifestations can begin to happen there's there's people who've been believing god for things for a long time this series this is about stepping us in. There's power to step you into these things. There's manifest working power. We can start having some manifestations. Begin to believe it. Connect up with us as a group and begin to say, yeah, I, be I believe God's able. And it's not just Owen believes God that's able, but it's the whole group of us. Every week we're coming. We, I believe God is able. Every time we do a meeting, we come and we say, God is able to do things in this meeting. Power is able to manifest because God is able. And as a people of faith rise up, you better believe the level of dynamis working energio dynamis that is going to be released to cause miracles to happen. And it's going to happen in your life. You can receive it. God's able. Amen. So let's pray. Father God, I thank you. Thank you, Father God, for, for the, just the amazing things we've seen in your word. Your power backs your promises up, Father God. Your power is available. It is your power that brings these promises to pass. The level of power that was released in the Bible to bring your promises to pass. To, in Egypt, in, in the promised land, the birth of Jesus. Those are some of the greatest demonstrations of miracles in the Bible. And they're all connected to promises. Father God, thank you for the things that you've promised us. And right now, I believe you are able. I believe you are able to do miracles in the lives of the listeners. I believe and I connect my faith with them right now. And I believe your power is able to cause healings to manifest and, the, and, and, and working power to go into demonstration. 
And I thank you, Father God, for the demonstration of your power and the working of your power in people's lives right now. And I thank you, Father God, that your power manifests in miracles, manifests in things, manifests and take place in people's lives. Because we lift you up as a God who's able. There's no limit on what you can do. And I give you the glory. You, you really are almighty God. And we praise you and we lift you up as almighty God. And we thank you, Father God, that we serve and we worship and we are family with the God who's able. And I give you the glory and the honor. And I thank you right now that miracles and manifestations are happening in people's lives. I believe with them as a group. We believe with them. I thank you that healings and miracles, provision miracles, financial miracles and, and, and healing miracles, other miracles, family miracles are happening. As your dynamis is released in people's lives. And we give you the glory and the honor for that. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. It's, 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 <laughs> well, that's what I've got to say this week. So thank you very much for joining us. We're going to continue the series on next week. I'm, I'm going to keep preaching this until people really just start running around the whole, whole building screaming, God is able! <laughs> And we connect in with that enormous and, that, and then the manifestations of working power begin to happen. Because that I believe that's where God wants us to get into. And uh, manifestations of power in our lives and then through us. So we're going to keep on with this series to build our confidence and our faith in what God can do. And I thank God that miracles are happening in people's lives. Power is manifesting and it's working and it's causing things to happen in your life and in my life, in my life, in your life, in our lives. It's happening in Jesus name. So God bless you. I've seen quite a few of the comments. I'll read through them afterwards and I've just most of them are agreements and amens. So thank God for that. And please share these teachings. I appreciate that. And I believe these if people get a hold of this series. I believe it's life changing. This is powerful. So I thank God that as people begin to see this, it's going gonna, it's gonna to step people into the, the realm of the power of God manifesting in their lives through this series. God bless you. And uh, thank, thanks, Rosie. I'm glad it's encouraging. And praise God. So I will see you all again next week. Uh, obviously, if, if some people know this. We're doing online Bible courses as well. A lot of people have signed up to those. Uh, those are on Saturday mornings. If people want to get involved in the Bible courses, uh, you can go to fromtheseshores.online, fromtheseshores.online, and that's the online Bible course website where those are for people who are just hungry for even more <laughs> and want to grow into things. And you can sign up for the courses there and get some more uh, online Bible teaching through us. Amen. So Father God, thank you for your blessing and your power manifesting in people's lives this week in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you and we'll see you again next week.